Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num podcast, the BNN. I am having a wonderful week. I really hope you guys are also having a great week. We have a nice open dialogue every week, you and I, here on the video or the audio podcast. And today, my friends, I am going to continue that dialogue by telling you guys, talking to you guys and girls and gender neutral, binary, whatever. I mean, I haven't kept up, but everybody who listens and supports this channel is something that my buddy Sham has been asking me to talk about for years. Sham Butt, I'm sure a lot of you have seen him on my channel or his own podcast. And that is, as the title suggests living in India versus America. And people always ask me about this. I was just at a show last night hanging out with a theater buddy of mine, and he was like, why haven't you gone back yet? And I was like, that's a really slightly offensive things to say. Like, why are you still here? Get out of here. But I thought, you know, a lot of listeners for this podcast probably have a lot of opportunities to travel or are working on those opportunities to work wherever they would like and have the lives that they would like. So, Chances are, if you're working hard, if you're being creative, if you are trying to do all that this wonderful life has to offer, at some point in your life, you will question, where should I live? And I am not going to get patriotic or political, political in this discussion. I am strictly going to put all that aside and just say, should you live in America or India? And what are the pros and cons of each? And why do so many NRIs go and then come back and India has a brain drain and all that stuff? So I feel I'm pretty experienced to talk about this. Uh, I grew up born and raised in New York, raised in California, and then came here in 2010 with an IT company. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to say I came back to find my roots or I came back to like uh, volunteer or open up an NGO. No, I came back as an expat because I grew up in America broke. Uh, we were like the only Indian people who like had no money <laughs> in the 80s and 90s in America. You know, we didn't even have like a, you know, a lot of people slogged in like the convenience store and stuff. No, we were like straight up broke. Um, but then, you know, once I got in IT, IT, as I always say, is the instruction manual to the middle class. Engineering is a blueprint to getting a nice uh, middle income salary. And yeah, then I got an opportunity to come out here where my job was like, hey, we're going to bring you out to India. What do you say? And I was like, hey, can you keep my US salary? And they're like, duh. And I was like, uh, where do I sign? And here I am. So that was 10 years ago or nine years ago. And uh, yeah, and now I think after a while, I'm probably going to go back uh, sometime next year to the US and spend some time there. So a lot of people ask me, you know, when I moved here uh, nine years ago, a lot of people always asked like, oh man, it must have been so difficult for you. Dude, this is India. This is not freaking like, I don't know, some like refugee camp or something. Like, I don't know why people act like there's like such a stark difference. You know how much of everything you get in India nowadays? You know what I mean? It's not like I moved to India or people who move every day to India are coming here like 30 years ago. And I hate when the movies always portray that like slumdog millionaire, um, you know, or slummy sort of music and cows and jingles. Yes, all of that is here. Yes, crowds are here. But like, 
Hollywood doesn't want to show a TV show in India where they're just like at the office. You know what I mean? Like having a good time talking about work, politics, the Avengers. No, they want to see all that. It's like when you watch a movie taking place in the Middle East, they either show you the extreme like Burj, Burj Khalifa um, named after Mia. No, okay, sorry. Um, you know, like that Burj Khalifa or they show you the camels like in the desert, but like where are the guys just watching Netflix at home in their nice apartment, you know? So when I got here and if you either, you know, I think our second biggest country that listens to this podcast is in the U.S. And I'm going to assume that's a lot of South Asian folks who listen from the U.S. So maybe you grew up in America or maybe you have relocated there or maybe you're just working there on your H1. And um, yeah, when I moved here nine years ago, everybody was like, it must be so difficult. It's not, dude. Okay. India has pretty much everything that you could need right now, especially if you are lucky enough to be in the middle class. And I say that with quotations because the middle class in India is actually like the rich class in any other part of the world, right? If you're a middle class in America, you are not having a you know, maid come twice a day picking up after you. Uh, you're not having, you know, a driver as and when you need it. Your Ubers are not less than the cost of your lunch. Your Ubers are actually the cost of your lunch and then some, and you're going to think twice about spending $30, $40 uh, on an Uber or whatever, right? So like I've been here nine years and I was supposed to be here for a year and then go back. And then I think after six, seven years, I was ready to go back to California and try figuring out media and comedy there. Um, then I met my wife who's studying in that door back there and probably listening to this and very uncomfortable when I got to like record and she's home. Cause I just feel weird when people are around. Um, so, um, yeah. And, and a lot of people are like, oh, I could never do it. Just the traffic, you know, you know who the worst people are to talk about India. They're the, like the 56 year old uncles who clearly left, you know, and the aunties and they left however many years ago, yet they still have very strong opinions. The NRI Dokla Mafia, as I uh, as I saw on Twitter with all this political stuff. And I am an NRI. And I grew up around my aunties and uncles watching the news about Manmohan Singh or, you know, now PM Modi and, and all these people. And Indians across the world live across the world, passing judgment and, and opinions about things back home but never do anything about it. And I'm one of them. Okay. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying like, um, you know, most people who settle overseas make a life for themselves overseas. And it's, a, it's nice because you kind of have your hands in both buckets because you're Indian when it's convenient and you're American or Canadian or Australian when it's convenient. Okay. And like most people, when they complain about, oh, there's just too much traffic or it's too dusty, I mean, yeah, the dust is is a little bit annoying, but it's not like there's like bombs flying overhead or like, you know, anything is out of the ordinary. Yes, it can be dirty sometimes. Yes, uh, you know, the traffic is horrendous. Um, but here's one thing that uh, I have this theory I always talk about on the show. Traffic everywhere sucks. And I know in India it's worse, but like... <laughs> And I'm not saying your time isn't valuable, but is your time really that valuable? You know what I mean? Because, okay, what might take you 40 minutes in another country might take you an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minutes in India. I get it. I do, right? But you're living in the luckiest time in the world right now where uh, you're sitting in your Uber in the back. Chances are in India, somebody is driving you. 
um, and you have your phone, you have your music. Hell, you're probably listening to me right now uh, because, you know, you're killing time. And I find it so fascinating, dude. Like, why do people get so upset, like, when they're running late because of traffic? If you're actually late, like, for a flight, I get it, dude. But wherever you live, whether it's New York or freaking India or LA, I mean, you're going to budget that into your into your time frame. But like when people are like, oh, I'm so annoyed because now I can't get home and do exactly what I'm doing in the car just on my phone in the living room, you know, and it's like, get over yourself, dude. And one thing that's fascinating, like on the pro India side, yet also negative yourself side, like India has so many good things for you if you're fortunate enough to where you have everything at your disposal. You know what I mean? Like if you grow up here and I've been here nine years, like if you grow up here, there are there is somebody to do something for you all the time. All right. And I don't mean like your mother, like because Indian mothers spoil their kids, especially their sons with I'll make the food, I'll do this, I'll do that. Um, but like dude, you have your maids coming twice a day. Like, you know how spoiled some of us are? Like, I'm just like staring at like a plate and like, who's going to pick it up? And like, I'm like annoyed my maid is late. Like I, I found myself doing that where I could literally pick it up, put it in the sink, run the water for three seconds, problem solved. But for some reason you like get used to this weird thing of people doing things for you, dude. I mean, look, there are freaking... Uh, you have your maids, you have your drivers, we have, uh, what else do we have here? You have, uh, dude, food, like that the food is so cheap right now. Like, I mean, I know some, some stuff is expensive, but like you have apps that bring you food and then give you discounts with Paytm and Amazon wallets and cash back and use this card and this point and zap here and do that and phone pay, Paytm Caro, yada, yada, yada. It's like 50 cash back here, 10% cash back here. By the time the food is coming, they're giving you five rupees and the food. You know what I mean? And I know they're buying your data and they're buying your information and all that stuff. I get it. But dude, it's never been easier. I was talking to uh, my buddy Vikram yesterday who came to my show and he's a theater guy. And I was telling him, man, I was like, dude, Bangalore, um, I mean, and hell, even Bombay or whatever, especially in the creativity field, like it's so easy to be comfortably mediocre. You know what I mean? Like, and this is across the world too, but it's even easier, I feel, in India because a middle-class salary um, gets you way further here than it would elsewhere, right? Because you still will be worrying in America if you're a middle-class about, you know, uh, other expenses and the car is really going to hit hard. But over here, some of that stuff does exist, but you also are able to eat the same dosa or the same biryani or the same whatever that somebody else is having, uh, you know, for way less. You know what I mean? Like a 20 rupee dosa is pretty democratic where the CEO is going to eat it and save a lot of money at the in the long run versus the cab driver. So like in India, people, there's so many people who are going to do stuff for you, which can ultimately hinder you, even though you think it's convenient. Um, and in America, it's not people do stuff for you. It's the money is doing stuff for you, you know? So in America, there's a different rat race where it's very consumer oriented, consumer focused. People buy houses that are way too big that they don't need. They go to Costco every day and like, dude, freaking, uh, I don't think I've ever used all the fruits I buy at a grocery store. You know what I mean? Like I'm always wasting all the time. In America, it's even worse. And I get so annoyed when I go back home now, cause I've been here for nine years where in India, refrigerators are smaller because people go to the grocery store every single day. But in America, people go to Costco or the or Ralph's or Kroger's and 
they stock up and they throw away half the stuff and they use paper towels for everything. And um, it's just like, dude, both places have their pros and cons, but I don't know. I feel like most people, you know, like when you see like a guy or, you know, when you're talking to your college friends or your buddies and like, oh, dude, you got to go to Bombay, the chicks in Bombay, Bangalore has nothing or you got it or vice versa. Or they're like, dude, you got to go to Ibiza, bro, freaking Ibiza, Ibiza, bro, pom, pom, pom. Like, is that what they play in Ibiza? I don't know. Um, but people are always like, no, man, like no place is, I'm not talking about like Saudi Arabia, if you want to go clubbing or something, but I'm saying like, most, you know, westernized, uh, my recordings always shut off. Most westernized, uh, places are fine, dude. You are gonna like people who complain about New York versus LA or Bombay versus Bangalore or Singapore versus Malaysia versus France or whatever. Like as long as you're comfortable in the language, so France, maybe not, um, like you need to not find a scapegoat to blame something on. Like I hate when people, uh, you know, complain about how the city or the country is the reason uh, they're not succeeding. And, you know, all the political stuff that's happening right now, I, I, dude, I don't even know what the real answer is because you can find 10 videos that tell you one thing. You can find 10 videos that tell you another. This one has a million views. This one has a million views. There's an attack on whatever the truth is and who knows. But so I'm not going to um, say do this or do that. But most people find scapegoats in either the news or the city or the government. But, and I say this, I mean, maybe I'm fortunate, but I've not directly been affected, like, like, I've not substantially been affected by any major policy. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, Trump has been around forever. And, you know, we just did my wife's green card like a few days ago, and we're trying to get through that. But you know, touch wood, knock, 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 so far, so good. Um, and like, I like, I know that there's less fortunate people who, ha who have direct things. But for most of you who are fortunate enough to be held, even knowing what a podcast is, dude, if you're listening to a podcast, okay. Um, I don't know anybody who listens to podcasts who like, I, I only started discovering them when I was like, I need to flex my creativity and learn more. And I'm on a huge podcast binge, but like, you need to stop blaming your environment because this is your environment. Your house is your environment. So um, I personally feel for those of you who are deciding, should I live in America? Should I live in India? Um, number one, none of those are going to make your life in any way. You know, um, if you think living in India is going to ruin your life and all you wanted to do was live in America, I got some news for you. Um, you're going to start coming back here every year because if you grew up here, you're going to miss it and you're going to miss your friends. And you're going to miss your family and you live in the best time in history right now because flights are cheap and you have Wi-Fi on those flights and you have opportunities and credit card points and discounts and you can come here and live like a king and then you can go over there and make more money. Um, but regardless of where you are, neither of those is going to make or break your life. Okay. That being said, if you're the type of person that doesn't need domestic help, that doesn't need a bunch of kids running outside in your society complex, you know what I mean? That doesn't need, um, you know, maids to be there and you like driving and the independence and all of that stuff, then for sure, America is such a comfortable place to live, dude. It's the most comfortable. And there's a reason, uh, you know, people get hooked on it because yes, materially, those of us who don't ask ourselves the tough questions of what we want, and what we don't want, 
it's easy to say, I got this house, I got this car, I got these cool vacations and stuff. Um, on the flip side, if you're the type of person who is comfortable with whatever you have, whether it's a 5 BHK or a 500 BHK, uh, then India is also quite okay, dude. Like there's nothing wrong with being here. And, and for those of you on the superficial front, you have the bars, you have the clubs, you have the parties, you have freaking U2 and Coldplay and all that stuff. So, and you have money that you're going to save because, you know, at, dude, a freaking five bedroom apartment here or three bed, two, three bedroom apartment here is like literally all you need. All right. So, um, I don't know, like I, I would say, Everybody should live overseas in the country they didn't grow up in, for sure, to experience it. Um, but most people, you know, a few of them, few people end up living in Singapore or, you know, France or Germany or whatever. But for the mo most of the Desi people either leave from India and go to Canada, the UK or Australia. Am I missing any? M mainly those. Um, and then there's Hong Kong and Singapore and all that stuff. And then most people, <laughs> like from... The U.S. who are in, I mean, very few people do what I do, which is born and brought up in America and then live here for nine, 10 years. But, but then a lot of people like in the NRI community come to India for a year or two to volunteer, like add their business school resume, but, you know, volunteer and do those things and just experience it and see what it's about. And then they go back because they realize that's what it is, you know? So, um, if you are fortunate enough in 2019 almost 2020, you know, I hope you have a good year this coming 2020. Merry Christmas, everybody. Or in America, as I say, happy holidays, because you can't say Christmas, because I'm going to sue you and you're going to get fired for discriminating by saying Merry Christmas, which, ugh, give me a break, dude. I've never like, I hate that. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm Hindu, you know, but I don't care if somebody says Merry Christmas to me. Um, but again, people who get offended just need reasons to get offended because they're not happy about some other stuff. So, <laughs> ooh, edgy. Um, so yeah, if you're fortunate enough to have these decisions, I would say if you're from India and you have an opportunity to live overseas, just know you may come back and that's okay. And also just know that place is not going to make your life. All right. And if you fall in love with somebody, cool, whatever. But um, whatever you're doing over there, you could do here and vice versa. I know so many people in digital marketing here in Bangalore who have businesses operating in America, e-com or whatever, and they're killing it. And they choose to sit here because they can have their own office for 50K a month, whatever, rather than go back and forth. And dude, like everything is virtual right now and you're living in the best time in history. So um, if you grew up in America, if you grew up in India, sorry, go live in America for two years and decide what you want to do. Decide what's really important. Don't think like you coming back here is like a jail sentence. There's all the opportunities you could ever want. Um, but don't go like, you know, being all political while sitting in New Jersey talking about Indian politics when you're, you're hiding your taxes. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Um, and if you're in America and you want to live in India, yes, 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 please do. You know, don't buy into the hype of the cows and the traffic. You'll see all that stuff and you'll be over it after three days. Um, and then come back and embrace the food, embrace the culture, embrace, you know, being around a lot of people. And yeah, bring your allergy pills because you will cough, but uh, you get everything you could ever want in both places. So um, I've, I've choose, chosen to be here for many years, but I am probably going to head back pretty soon. First time I'm announcing it, but if I have any comedy fans in California, please do come out to my gigs, at least for 2020 while we're out there. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your questions, guys. If you have any inputs on why you should, why you shouldn't, um, money wise, we didn't cover too much, but yeah, you will obviously make a lot more money 
uh, in the U.S., but your quality of life, which I know you're not going to understand when I say this is going to be more or less the same. Whatever money you do make over there, you're probably going to spend on apartments, on cars, on gas, um, and it's just going to get consumed. Um, and then whatever money you save here, you know, you might, you know, maybe you'll save it, maybe you won't, but it obviously won't grow as fast unless you kind of know what you're doing on the finance front. So, uh, yeah, I hope that helped some of you make decisions, but please, please, please do whatever you want. And I know the single guys all want to go overseas and kind of let a play a play and do all that. So yeah, get it out of your system. But there's a lot of opportunity every single place you look. I'm shooting this podcast here, recording it from Bangalore. Maybe a month from now, I'll be recording it from California. But guess what? All the same people will be listening to it, right? So thank you guys so much. I hope that was helpful. I know it was a little bit rambly, but I think I got my points across. And now I'm going to look at my notes to see if there was anything that uh, I forgot. Nah, man, I think, I think, oh yeah. And if you, if you are living here and you are fortunate enough and dude, I have so many friends and really nice people, but they've gotten so used to things over here. Like, like one thing I hate is like, you know, people forget to kind of pay it forward. So I'm not saying give money to the peddlers and I'm not saying let your maid take you for a ride or anything, but um, you know, Put your money where your mouth is. And if you are living in India and you are fortunate enough to be, you know, the 300 million middle class or whatever it is, uh, you know, try to do your bit, whether it's helping out your staff or even a superficial volunteering here and there or, or help podcasts, give people advice, whatever. But try to do free work once in a while, because ultimately the rat race uh, is really a rat race. So um, and there's a lot more rats here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, anyways, guys, I hope that was helpful and I will see you next week. Birdie num num, birdie num num, a birdie num num. That's right.